welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hey everyone, I'm John Lin, the founder and chief editor at Healthcare IT Today. We're excited to bring you another in our series of interviews with top leaders in health IT. We're here at the HIMSS 2023 conference in Chicago, and our guest is Ired Deutsch. He's founder and CTO of Belong Life. Welcome, Ired. Thank you, John, for having me. Yeah, excited to uh, have this discussion. We interestingly met in Israel uh, a few months back, and I love that you're here in the U.S. uh, sharing your message. But uh, before we dive into the work you do, tell us about yourself and and Belong Life. Okay, cool. So um, I'm the CTO and co-founder of Belong Life. Belong was founded about seven years ago. And I, as a CTO, I kind of run the, the, all the tech and everything uh, that drives our patient engagement platform that I'll elaborate in a moment. Um, I, you know, Belong was my, is my first experience with, uh, with the healthcare uh, industry. I was for a long, for many years, a big data kind of guy uh, that kind of play with data, drive businesses, uh, bottom lines and stuff. And then like seven years ago, my mom, it's almost eight years ago, my mom was diagnosed with cancer. Then as a data guy, I felt like clueless. I didn't know what to do. And I was, I, I was the master of data, but I had no data to, to play with and answer a whole bunch of questions. A year into, the, uh, in, into her diagnosis, I felt like I know a lot, but that was too late for my mom. Uh, but then I thought, well, with my colleagues that, that we established quite a few startups in, in this industry and, and we sold uh, many of them, say, hey, let's make something that can use data to drive patient uh, you know, um, journeys in a better way. And that's why we founded Belong. Fast forward, Belong Today is the world's largest social network for cancer and for MS with one out of 10 cancer patients in the US on the platform, one out of five with multiple sclerosis when, when we also do other things like psoriasis uh, um, and Crohn, colitis, uh, uh, et cetera. And uh, we, we do ma- many things uh, beyond that. That's amazing. And I love that, you know, everyone in healthcare seems to have a story like you just described, yeah. right? That some experience that was bad and I want to help improve it. So it's great. And I actually love that we have people from outside of healthcare giving it a new view. And I think you've done that with Belong Life. You know, talk to us about what it takes to really have a patient community and what that looks like at Belong Life. Yeah. So, you know, there's this term called patient engagement and there's quite a few players in this space, but a lot of the patient engagement, you know, solutions either have no patience or no engagement <laughs> because the real problem, you know, there, there are two main problems is first you need to find a patient and, mm-hmm. and you know, put him, you know, drive him into a, a platform. Then, then you have to, uh, you know, keep, keep him engaged. And then you should, if you want to keep them engaged over time, you cannot do a one size fits all solution mm. like a forum on the Internet or, you know, all those standard apps that you just need to fill up forms about symptoms and stuff. You need to provide constant value and personalized value. Mm. And that's a kind of magic of what, what we've built because, you know, firsthand I experienced, you know, you know, being a caregiver to my mother, I, I experienced that, you know, I needed something to tackle the hair specific needs in her journey. You know, that's the line of therapy, that symptom, that mutation not just cancer or lung cancer patient. Sure. So when, when we understand this right from the beginning, that we need to create something that is hyper-personalized to create this experience. And, and it, is not, it is not simple. It took us quite a few years to build that up. Uh, so people are now, you know, engaging in an average, you know, 15 times a month, wow. like every, uh, every, so it's not like Facebook, right? Uh, but, but they're still engaging every, every other day with the app because we provide constant value. 
the things that, that we provide are, you know, first we connect them with patients, you mm -hmm. know, similar to them. And when I say similar, I say we have 2,000 machine learning classifiers, which all they do is dig into every piece of information you put in a document, a chat, a, a survey, whatever. Uh, and there is 2,000 uh, classifiers that digs out data points like symptoms, drugs, emotionals, uh, emotional states, lifestyle elements. And then we, we understand who you are and where you are in the journey so we can connect to people like you. Then we have experts to answer your questions. You know, every now and then you have a challenge, right? You have the symptom, you have a question about how, should, how can I exercise my rights? You have a question about, I have a problem with my sex life. What can I do with that? So, you know, there's a lot of, there's, we're very holistic in a way. We provide, you know, dozens of experts that addresses your question. Then we have management tools. So um, you can organize all your documents, you can organize all your tasks. You'll see what other people like you did as a next step and what was it, how was it for them? So, you know, not every day you have a symptom you need to, 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 to deal with, but every day you have something that you need and the app is there to assist you with. And there, so the silver bullet here is, you know, providing constant value for everything they do within the app. And that's something that took quite a long, long time to build. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're cutting through the signal and noise, right? I mean, that's yeah. the problem is, you know, Facebook has lots of patient communities, but how do you find one that's specific to you? And then, of course, how do you ensure the value there, which I think is a challenge for patients, right? And in many ways, when you go into a Facebook group, you feel lost. There's a bunch of guys who kind of run the show over there and you're afraid to ask questions because you're not anonymous. Mm. With Belong, it is very important to emphasize Every patient can, and we actually encourage them to be anonymous. We ask them for a nickname. They can put, pick an avatar. You know, behind the anonymity curtain, they can ask anything they have in mind, on mind, mm -hmm. and, and everyone else, you know, jump in and, and, and answer from, from their experience. Um, but you know, at some point, we understand, you know, that you know, we we, we did it for cancer, and we did it very well. You know, we are the world largest with cancer. If you go to the Google app or you go to the uh, app Store, Apple App Store, you, you type in cancer, we'll be right at the top because mm -hmm. we're, we're the biggest. But then we say, okay, there's a lot of other problems on, on, on the planet, right? So we did a mess. So we had to kind of take everything we've built and kind of shift it to another disease area. That was a challenge as well. Then we did other things. And then at some point we said, okay, you know, my personal belief or goal or ambition is I want every patient that deals with a chronic illness of some sort to have, you know, an app that can help him navigate. And it will take me forever to conquer the world, you know, <laughs> disease by disease. Sure, there's too many. <laughs> yeah, so, so our, our next move was to take everything we've built and make it into a SaaS platform. Okay. So now what we have is, you know, everyone who kind of deal with patients, serve patients, if you're an advocacy group, if you're a pharma that has a patient support program, if you're a hospital, whatever, if you want to serve your patients in digital means, you know, in the 20th century, then you can come to, come to us and you, you have a tenant with your logo, white labeled, with all our tech stack that I just um, um, mentioned, and you can use our technology to drive engagement and value to your users. So we don't have to play anything uh, there uh, except serving you the platform and you use the platform with your team. So, Interesting. So that, that, that was a really big move that we did and it is, it's a huge success. Yeah, that was my question is how do patients get on the, the platform? It sounds like they can go search for if they're a cancer patient and just download the app. Right. But do, do doctors recommend it? You know, like what's the onboarding process for a patient? Yeah. So basically, you know, um, we work a lot with advocacy. So advocacy drives their patients gotcha. uh, into the platform and 
then, then we work with patient support programs, with pharmas and with hospitals to drive their patients. Well, you know, a lot of our, a lot of patients hear about us from other patients. So about 50, 60 percent of our users are kind of organic, organic kind of okay. growth. Um, but 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 yeah, we work with a lot of organization uh, that drives their patients into the platform because they see the value in it. You know, if a hospital, you know, COVID showed us all that we can do better in serving patients while mm. they're at home, right? Yep. And you know, it, it was a, a big a big hype, for, you know, around belong during COVID because everybody was looking for ways to provide service, you know, outpatient and outpatient kind of services, and we we're just there. Uh, when it happens. So a lot of hospitals kind of wanted a way to serve patients, you know, reduce ER, unnecessary ER admissions, reduce unnecessary, you know, doctor visits. Mm -hmm. Um, They kind of found us and we're we're, we're just there to to help them during those times. Awesome. Well, you know, as I think about it, is there a story maybe or an experience with a patient on the platform that you could share that kind of illustrates the value of having a patient community? Is there an example that you've had, you know, where you've seen the patient, not, you know, it's interesting, it's anonymous, but <laughs> that the, the patient tells you like, hey, you did this for us? Yeah, well, well yes, it, we, have, we have hundreds of, of thousands of thank you belong for, for uh-huh. helping us. So, you know, picking a story w- would be quite difficult, but, you know, in, a lot of things, you know, there's something I see, you know, in common in, in, okay. in, in a lot of the stories, the kind of success stories of Belong Within Patient Journeys, is that first is the, di- the moment of diagnosis. Mm. They are so overwhelmed. They are so stressed. Mm-hmm. They, they don't even pay attention to they're what in denial, the physician. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, some of them are in denial. And, and around them, there is a lot of very, very scared family members. Mm. That you know, they, they only see the the uh, the blackest pictures that can be. Sure. So um, you know, belong is also a place for caregivers. So what we see, you know, is a success is the patient that comes and meet other patient who has already a track record, and we make sure they meet each other on okay. the platform so that they can educate them, they can encourage them, they can reduce their stress levels, and then they can take them hand by hand, and and then we have also. Um, you know, our experts to address a lot of questions. Because when you're out of your, your oncologist office, you still have, you know, you still have dozens of questions that you haven't asked. And the <laughs> next time you'll see him is like in three months from yeah. now or two months if from lucky. now. If you're lucky, right. <laughs> uh, so he, there you have a lot of patients, a lot of doctors that can address all your questions while you're at home. They will not tell you what to do, right? It's not a medical advice platform, but they will explain to you what the protocol says, how it works, what, what, your physician can, will consider as a next step, mm-hmm. what you should be prepared for. These things are reducing stress level. Something that I see very often, people do radiation. Mm-hmm. And you know, when, they, when they're back home, they have this burn, like with breast cancer, we have, we have this very specific uh, use case. Um, there was this lady who, who had a, a breast, a, 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 that has breast cancer and she was, had some radiations. And she went home, and a couple of days after, there was a lot of burns uh, around her breast, left breast. And she was horrified about this. She actually took a picture. She kind of blurred part of it and said, is this normal? I'm so scared. Uh, it, it looks like, you know, it's, it's look awful. Mm-hmm. So another one sent her a picture in return and says, I had it after radiation. Here is how mine looks like 10 Today. days after. Wow. Relax. <laughs> 
this, this immediately reduced her stress wow, levels. That's great. And not only this, she was told to put this specific cream at the hospital and that other patient said, well, listen, I, there's another cream that I use. It works better. Maybe you want to try it out. And she used it, you know, no. so it's an off the shelf. It's an over the counter okay. thing. So interesting. No, I mean, you're right about that. Uh, you know, I actually had an incident with a family member that potentially could have had cancer. And they said, oh, by the way, let's do the test and we'll let you know. And then we ended up going to Hawaii for a month and they were supposed to call us and they never did. So no. for that month in Hawaii, we're like, you might have cancer and we don't even know it. <laughs> so I understand the stress that you're describing. That's, that's awesome. What a great story. You know, I think the other thing, you're, you're CTO of the company. Uh, we're here at HIMSS, technology's ruling everything. One of the biggest topics is chat GBT and large language models. Talk to us about how you're approaching that and how you think that's gonna impact your product. Yeah, we, we're actually already in this um, you know, um, pool of, of, you know, technology of AI driven kind of, um, language, um, generative kind of things. So mm -hmm. we're already in there and we actually already have today, um, an AI mentor within the app that is wow. completely powered by, you know, AI. Uh -huh. Now, the beauty of it is it's, you know, everybody no knows, or well, most of us already knows what ChatGPT is. Mm -hmm. But ChatGPT is, is a great solution and its main data, you know, source of data is the internet. And the internet is where you have articles, is where you have publications, where, where you have you know, some forums. But we are sitting on a gold mine of seven years of patient journeys with cancer with, yeah. with a lot of data, of course, anonymous, right? Sure. And if you take an AI brain and plugs it into this data source, then you'll get a highly specialized AI machine yeah. that can address patient, um, patient questions uh, in a very detailed manner. So I can give you, I, I can show you an example or maybe, maybe we, we, I'll share a video with you of how it actually looks like. But when, when you, uh, so we have an AI mentor on our platform now uh, that, that is powered by a GPT technology, but educated and trained on our data, which is a different experience sure. than what you have. It's all about the data. It's all about <laughs> the data. Data is king. And, and then we also, um, you know, wrapped around it some other functionalities that you don't see with, you know, with technologies like ChatGPT. You can do a group chat. So it can refer to di different people making this conversation and kind of and understand the context of, you know, the whole group chat, not just specifically your question. Because, you know, with cancer, you have a, your, your care team with you. So you want to speak you, the air mentor, your doctor, uh, maybe your, your spouse, your child, all in one big group. And then you can ask questions and the AI mentor will refer, not, you know, generically will say, well, there are these things you can do, there are this thing you can do. So based on what I know, based on the protocol, based on the data, it seems like most patients will do the second line of treatment of that and they will experience this and will experience this. Mm -hmm. This is based on real world data, not a bunch of articles on, on yeah. about an internet po or blog post. Mm -hmm. That's a different experience. So we're already there and it's, wow. and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's real and it's amazing. Awesome. No, I mean, I, I, it's the most exciting thing that's happened in, since, you know, $36 billion of stimulus for EMR, which was exciting in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> awesome. Irad, well, I appreciate you taking time. Uh, where can people go to learn more about Belong Life? Well, you can visit our website at belong.life and you will find any of our apps over there. If you simply look for the app itself, you can go to the Google uh, Play or the App Store, type cancer, multiple sclerosis. You can do with or without the word belong will be there. 
and just download, you know, sign in, you know, no question asked, it's just fill in the form, stay anonymous, and we will be happy to, to provide value for you and your family members. Awesome. Thanks so much. I appreciate you sharing your insights and perspectives. And thanks everyone for watching and listening. If you want to find more great healthcare IT content like this, be sure to check it out at healthcareittoday.com or search for Healthcare IT Today in your favorite podcast application. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, John.